You're a real crumb bum. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? So now it's fourth and 26. You want Philly Philly? This is Miracle in the Meadowlands, number two. And the Eagles fan. The Eagles fan. Oh. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast for all things Eagles related. I'm your host, Eric, joined by my co-host, Dom, and we are the Philly Specialists. Coming at you, Season 3, Episode 2, getting ready for the opener. Just a couple days left. Dom, you stoked? Dude, I am so ready for football. I am so excited to watch the Bills and the Rams. All my fantasy teams have players going tonight. I cannot wait to delude myself into thinking that I'm going to win every single league I'm in while the Eagles go 17-0 and and win the Super Bowl. Uh, it's the perfect time of the year. Everything is so uh, – the, the weather's better. I'm not sweating my balls it off all day. It has been cooling down, yeah. You know, we, we, I walked this morning. I listened to 10 different NFL podcasts, including the Philly Special. It's messed up. Hurt my yeah, feelings. you know what? We should talk we, about that. We uh, Apparently, what we have now learned um, – is that Solak is like essentially the Candyman? If you say his name too many, you invoke his name too many times, he shows up and instead of killing you, he steals your, the name of your podcast. Right, right, and and it stinks because I know I'm going to listen to every single episode of it. Oh, I, I know already, it's going to be great. Have, it's great. I have. It's going to be great. Yeah. I've listened to all three. It's fucking episodes. bullshit. It's, it's going to be just, great. It's like, you know what though? I I actually have stepped back. And I feel a lot better about this because we're going to get so much spillage. Oh, I want to listen to the Eagles. Oh, Ben Solak, the Philly special. Oh, what? There's two podcasts here. Now you're listening to us. And you got to listen to us. And you're going to go over there and listen to Ben Solak talk about DVOA or me talking about sweating my balls off. I think the, I think the choice the, is clear. How many sandwiches? When the does fuck's Ben's, the last time Ben Solak ate a raw egg? If the Eagles win this week, I'm eating a raw egg. We do it every week, and literally every week. I am so ready to get salmonella this year. Maybe that is on our next sandwich. It's just uh, a bacon, egg, and cheese on a long roll with raw eggs. So I was planning on dropping this a little bit later in the episode because it's uh, kind of a big deal. But since you brought it up, I'm too excited. It's let's talk pretty, about pretty much pretty much the craziest thing uh, last week. So full disclosure, uh, it was my last weekend in Wildwood. Uh, it was Naomi's birthday, so I was kind of not paying attention to anything except uh, sweating at the shore and, and eating uh, oysters at Segundo in Wildwood. Uh, so what? I said sick. I oh, was sick. so sick. Very cool. Uh, um, so when uh, we mentioned last week about the sandwich, I was like, that's super cool. And then uh, someone texted me, I think it was Sunday or Saturday, whenever it officially, like, we knew we were going to have a sandwich. Someone was like, are you, are you still, are you really doing a sandwich? And I thought I was drunk and asked the guy to have lunch with me. And I was like, nah, sorry. <laughs> I had Mexican today. I don't think I'm going to be able to get lunch with you. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the Philly specialists have a sandwich at Little Nick's Deli. And I was like, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> then I had to text you and be like, did, did you tell me this? And you were like, yeah, I think I told you. Saturday night, I was like, were we drunk? And you were like, it's a distinct possibility. But I'll, I'll let you give more color to uh, the from the perspective of someone who actually did the legwork on it instead of being happily surprised by it. Well, I'd love to take the credit for it, but 
we're being honest, the credit goes to Cecily. Oh, yes. uh, we kind of goaded her into it last week. So basically, uh, last week, if, if you listen to the podcast, Dom said, I know the perfect football sandwich. And he described it. It was a chicken cutlet made perfectly. Mm. Cooked, fried, shallow fried, nice and dark. Dipped in vodka sauce Oof. with a little mozzarella mm. and a long hot. Oh, I hope tie it all together. One. And you can't have it without good bread. Yeah. Bread, bread is like 90% of a sandwich. I agree. So the question is, who can make a sandwich that's worthy of the Philly specialist name? Got to be Lil' Nicks. Lil' Nicks. Lil' Nicks. So Cecily reached out on our behalf, set it all up, and today the weekly special TPS sandwich, the Philly specialist, dropped. I heard, I heard it is officially BMBO. It'll blow your balls off. It's so good. It blew my balls off today. I, I got to get on it. Uh, again, I don't pay attention to things, so I missed the announcement. So I'm, I'm not the first person to try our own sandwich, but I will be the second. Or Well, they actually were only no, selling we, out. We, we sold a lot so of them. well. That's we, good. A lot of them Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Uh, so that's sick. If you guys are in the neighborhood, where is Little Nick's for the people who don't know? 13th and Moimensing, right the, off Shunk. Mm-hmm. Check them out. Their, all their sandwiches are actually pretty banging. Yeah, though. I really think it might be the best hoagie spot yeah. in the city. I mean, there's there's a couple good ones that are close, but right now it's my favorite. I haven't tried the DAG 2.0, but I've multiple times had the DAG original. I love the DAG. DAG's a damn good sandwich. Yeah, so, what's what's the 2.0? 2.0 what is uh, instead of mozzarella, they're putting burrata, and instead of a long hot, they do hot honey, and, and then it's Ooh. the chicken cutlet and the uh, prosciutto. So another like they they just they make good ass sandwiches. Sounds so good. Shout out shout out little Nicks. Uh, maybe I'll get a dag tomorrow. Yeah, since I'll, I had the. Ooh. I don't want to order a Philly specialist two days in a row. Right. Well, maybe maybe you want to, and then they start posting about get the ball rolling. Then they want a T, TPS two point which we're gonna go back to the we'll drawing board. That yeah, the we'll raw egg sandwich is probably not gonna no, but maybe fly. maybe you serve it. With a raw egg. Right. Or like a, like we got to go like to a, you know, like French kitchen sometimes do a ceviche with a with a raw egg and they mix it all in. No one would eat that in South Philly, but it would be funny on brand. I mean, we eat raw eggs all the time. I was actually, I, I was actually totally diverting again. Uh, we were, we were hanging at my house uh, Sunday and we were talking about the podcast and stuff. And my mom was like, yeah. Well, you know, maybe, maybe maybe don't eat so many raw eggs this year. I didn't really like it. And then Naomi had like quoted my mom saying when I did the first egg bet, she was like, "Let me just let me just scramble it for you." Uh which I proceeded to have a nice hearty laugh about. Uh so I have a feeling that week 1 I'm going to definitely be eating one cuz I got an egg bet that would uh be We'll save it for the end. I think we always end it with an egg bet, but I think I feel real good about this egg bet this week. Okay, I didn't. I didn't come up with an egg bet yet. I'm going to do it on the fly. Well, hopefully we don't come up with the same one because it's. Uh, well, I guess we would end up eating eggs. That's fine. So we're here. It's game week. It is. Let's go through some. Let's go through some news. There's some news and notes and things we got to touch mm-hmm. on, uh, and then we'll get to like a full review of the game. Sure. Um couple things first of all fun news new hype video dropped fire uh, sick yeah yeah there Love was a it. there was a guy I, I i'm not sure i think it was tj edwards i'm not a hundred percent sure it was the clip right after my lotta 
had got the face, like a zoom in of his face, and then it showed a, a player in the weight room, and he said, I feel like I'm a, we- weapon, a weapon of, of mass destruction. destruction. Yes, I don't know who it was either. <laughs> but but that was like, I was like sick, deluded um, mind. I was like, I got to find out who that is because I need to go on DH gate and buy me a jersey of that guy. Yeah. That's, I think that's, my favorite moment was there's like a couple frames where the entire offensive line is together, but they're like out in the woods. Yeah, and it, it was it looked like a pop punk band. Did you see the T-shirts by whoever came out with them? It's like that that front logo is like the back, and then the back is a like shaped like a tour date schedule. Oh, so, perfect. Yeah, we're gonna totally uh, steal that and what post would, it on what bonfire. Would, what would their <laughs> what would their um, what would their band name be if they were a pop punk I, band? I, I thought about this a lot today. I think they would be like. <laughs> I don't know. Would would the Blind Side be be too direct uh, reference to the movie The Blind Side? Has Disney ruined that? Ah, uh, no. I think it works. I thought I thought it would be uh, pushback. Ooh, pushback. Pushback sounds like a pop punk band first. Yeah, and they they would they would definitely be that band that plays really hard and really fast and watches their fans beat the shit out of each other in the pit. But all their songs are about being super positive, yeah, and like really loving your friends. Pushback dropping their <laughs> debut album in the pocket. <laughs> I want to see September all you guys. 11th. I want to see all you guys run at each other as fast as you can. This song's called "I Love My Quarterback." <laughs> All right, so moving on, some actual news. A couple things dropped today. First of all, Miles Sanders, full participant in practice today. That's pretty cool in my mind. Uh, he's dealt with some hamstring issues throughout the offseason. So it's good to see him back. We also got Kelsey confirming that he will start this week. Now, I know that that wasn't necessarily in question, but he did have cleanup surgery on his elbow a couple mm-hmm. months ago or maybe, maybe about a month, eight weeks ago. Um and, yeah, eight weeks is a couple months. What the fuck am I yeah. talking about? Um, and so he will be playing this week, so I'm stoked for that, of course. Even though we did see a pretty effective Cam Jurgens, I, I think it was very interesting. Uh, there was some people who really did not like that pick because it wasn't the, quote, best use of resources. But I'm Hard a, disagree, I, but go ahead. I mean... Not with look, you, with that team. Right. Yeah. I, and I think we were, we were together. It was your bachelor party, and we were, like, pretty excited about the pick. And... Immediate dividends are like if Kelsey were to miss games, which hopefully that never comes to fruition, but showing that he can step right in, just an unreal uh, advantage to have that level of depth. Like this Eagles offensive line this year is built for like the trials and tribulations of uh, NFL season. Unlike any any team in the NFL, really, there I think they have the best. Offensive line up front, like their starters, and I think they have the best depth. I mean, Salomalu is like our weak spot, and I think he would be like a no problem starter, no no complaints, probably the best on some teams, and he's our fifth best guy. So I mean, we're in a very good position with that, and I'm glad that it's a priority not now, but also into the future because you can't pass up a guy like that if he's going to be that effective. Totally agree. There was they were talking. Um, I can't remember who the quote was from. It was an interview with somebody. And they were saying that the most improved player on the team this year may very well be Landon Dickerson, mm-hmm. which like really puts in perspective because he was very good at left yeah. guard last year. He was very, very good. The left side just felt so solid, and they're saying he's like light years better this year than last year. 
And it makes sense, too, because he's now he's a further year removed from that ACL, which is where you're supposed to get back that additional like explosiveness and get really comfortable. So him him just getting better with Mylotta and uh, Lane Johnson, it's just it's such a good group. I mean, and it it deserves to be a Philadelphia team's group because of how much we're sickos and love offensive line and grinded out football. Uh, I do want to circle back. What what do you think? Like, what's your what's your projection? What's your hope? I guess high end, uh, like ceiling projection for Miles Sanders, and then where are you at? Like, what do you think's likely to see out of him? Do you have high hopes for him at all? I don't yeah, think we no, touched on I, it too I, much. I actually do. I I maintain that Miles Sanders is very talented. Um, I don't think he has a lead in him at this point. I don't think you know there's any shot of, of that happening. But I think he could be a very good running back. His issue is and has always been staying on the field. He's always been very efficient. He's always um, he's always been able to break out you know big time runs. He's always been pretty good. He struggled with his hands. Everybody knows that. Um, and and just staying on the field has been a nightmare for him. He just can't stay healthy. Ultimately. I don't think he'll get re-signed at the end of this year yeah. by the Eagles. But it is a contract year, and he would not be the first guy to have a big year going into a contract year. Do I think he'll be here next year? Maybe not. I, I this you know, And I hate to bring everything back to Hurts, but a lot of it has to do with Jalen Hurts in my mind. Because if they, if they go into next year and think, I don't have to look for a quarterback here, those two first-round picks become... Yeah, luxury you can do picks. whatever. Yeah. You know, you, you you don't have to move them to go get a quarterback. You can take a running back early. Mm-hmm. So it remains to be seen, but I, I don't think it would be crazy to see him if he stays healthy, have a pretty good year, and then you know maybe get signed. I don't know. Maybe they'll sign him. I don't know. But if I had to guess, I would think probably not here. Yeah, and it, I I think whether it's taking credit away from him that he that he deserves I, with this offensive line. With Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, no running back is going to really get their just due because it's just it feels like you could plug anybody back there and they're going to be good. It's going to be a good running team because they have a great offensive line, they have a great offensive line coach, a run game coordinator who's very talented, and you have a dual threat quarterback who opens that portion of the game up for you. I agree. So as much as I am hopeful that he turns into the guy he flashed as like early in his career. I think I'm on, I'm with you where I don't see him here long term. Um, I don't know if it makes sense, even if he's good, to re-sign him. If it even makes sense, because think of it this way: if everything works out, Jalen Hurts end up ends up being good. We make a deep playoff run. Um, you have to pay him. Yeah. And do you want to simultaneously pay him and then you know pay more money to a quarterback who's in his fifth year and hasn't really shown too much until very recently, who's got injury issues? I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, the Eagles are going to have to pay a couple more guys in the next two or three years. They got a lot of young guys on this roster, a lot of talent on this roster. That are it's going to demand money. Uh, do you want to be spending on on running back? I don't know, man. He'll be what twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, and Howie Roseman is a quote, you know, smart GM. He he doesn't strike me as the type to uh, pay up a quarterback, uh, running back, excuse me, uh, a position that is very much analytically known to be not a very important position. I do have a spicy take that I was thinking of today on my walk. If the Eagles are, you know, looking as good as we hope them to be and Sanders can't stay healthy, I have a spicy take of a potential trade that the Eagles will make in the middle of the year. 
Can I guess? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, do you want to? I'll let okay, you get yeah, yeah. No, no, give me a hint. It's, now you offered it to me. You got to give it to it's me. It's going to be from an NFC team. Madison. No. Oh. But you're close. You're in the same division. I think it's going to be the Eagles make a move. If they're like pushing Montgomery, David Montgomery. Oh, Wouldn't that, like, like I, I don't love David Montgomery as like a fantasy option in that position, but ooh, David Montgomery on the Eagles feels like pretty interesting. I'd like that a whole lot. That is so unsexy. Yeah, but it'd be so. It's like, did you think the Jay Ajay move was sexy? Yeah. Well, you like Jay Ajay. I think you've always been a Jay Ajay guy. Ajay had like, like an insane season the year before. He was like. Absurd. He was better than Dave Montgomery has ever been. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But also, no, no, he was in, he was with Miami. I just don't. I don't remember being like super hype about Jai until I found out that he was from uh, overseas, and I thought that was pretty cool. And then that was that was all I needed uh, at that time. Right, mate. I think I win a Super Bowl. Exactly. That's what he said. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly what he sounded like too. Um, speaking of Howie. Yeah, since you just brought him up. Was that Jay Ajayi in here? Our, uh, first, our first interview? Yeah, Jay Ajayi was here. He was just here. Let's get him on the phone, actually. Rest in peace to the queen. <laughs> the queen died today. Oh, now I feel bad. Uh, so win it for Princess Die. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a big Eagles fan. She, big uh, Howie said this week he regrets... He wishes he had the Jefferson Rager pick back. Uh, everybody knows that already, but to hear him say it... You know, that's kind of funny. Um, you know, he said it taught him a valuable lesson, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but it taught him a valuable lesson about valuing the player over, you know, the position or the fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is very important for how he's drafting moving forward. Yeah, I think I think it wasn't so much that he stated the obvious, but the fact that I think a lot of our fear with Howie Roseman and – even to a, a, a another degree, um, Lurie was like our big issue. Was like they're delusional. They think they think that they're good at their jobs. They think that they don't make mistakes. They they feel this way, and and they're not changing their ways. I think it was very important to see, or at least see him, even if he wasn't honest with himself. To, you know, admit fault on a mistake, a very clear mistake, but something that you can take from there and move forward. And it, it backs up all his actions with Devonta and then with A.J. Brown. I think I think that was a, a big step, and I think it's good when you're you you know you're getting excited about this team because Howie Roseman is very good at building a contender. And to know that he's learning from mistakes, if this team does turn out to be a contender, he won't fall into the same pitfalls that he had in you know, 18, 19, 20 when it all, yeah. all fell apart. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I think it's good. This is a Howie Stand podcast. We yeah. say it all the time. You know, we 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 like Howie. I think the Howie, the Howie. Well, this year everybody loves Howie, mm-hmm. but the Howie slander went a little too far the last few years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think we I think we started the podcast as like we if you're going to keep one of these guys, I think we ended up we were we were always jumping around. I think Doug kind of got the short end of the stick when we were discussing it, and we were. Pretty good with Howie because we saw, you know, what he was able to build in sixteen seventeen when he came out of the closet, uh, the basement closet. He he didn't. He's anyway. <laughs> uh, Do I have a sound effect that's relevant to that? No, I don't. A kazoo would be the noise. Um, but <laughs> he 
he's he's made strides, I think, since then, and, and I'm glad to see that he's just continuing to get better, and hopefully uh, this does work out well and we never have to worry about uh, a Howie Roseman collapse again. Oh, should, should we talk about, speaking of Howie Roseman, the restructures? They restructured about, I think they restructured... I know they did Lane Lane today. and maybe Kelsey or somebody else. No, like, there was somebody, but I can't remember who it was. Was it somebody on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, either way... Oh, was it Miles Sanders? We were just talking it about may, it may have been Miles Sanders. They, they essentially restructured for $6 million, and just in case you were wanting to get excited... Uh, Kareem Hunt's cap hit this year is $6 million. Another thing to think about. It's getting juicier. Now that here. one, now that one, that one gets me hard. Oh my god. The gosh. David Montgomery thing is just like, oh, okay, whatever. Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt would be... Kareem Hunt's got a lot. I mean, not only is he hyper-talented, but he doesn't have a ton of miles on him. He missed considerable time a while back because mm-hmm. he had a suspension, I think. Yeah. And then when he came back, he was with the Browns splitting time with Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't have a ton of miles on him. He's not super old, but the age thing with running backs, I think, is a little overblown. I think it's and, more miles. And the snaps is really more important. So even if he's like 27, he's got the body of a 24-year-old maybe mm-hmm. snap-wise. Um, I think that's – that really – man, that – I'm trying to think of weaknesses on this team, and the number one thing that comes up for me is running back because if Sanders goes down, um, you know – by all accounts, Gainwell hasn't taken the strides right. in this offseason that they hoped he did. Boston Scott, lots of fun. Not somebody I think you want to hang your hat on as your RB1 for an entire season. Yeah, I think you would have to do the thing that they did in the Waterboy, where he convinced them that the other team had said water sucks. I think you'd have to convince Boston Scott that he was playing in the Meadowlands against uh, the New York Giants every single, every single game. week. Yeah. Like get him in, get him into a sports psychiatrist and hypnotize him into thinking that. That would be the only way. Then he's Barry Sanders. Do so. like a, like a Zoolander thing. Yeah, exactly. You like Mugato him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play relax before the game. Yeah, <laughs> hire me, analytics team. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, last thing I wanted to talk about. This is not really news, but the Detroit. Lions Stadium, which I Ford Field, Ford, yeah, the Ford Silverdome. I can't remember the name of their fucking stadium for some reason. The I think it's the Silverdome, isn't it? I can't remember Pontiac Silverdome. No, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, Ford Chicago, isn't it? I don't remember. Chicago Detroit Lions. They play in the. They played a Ford, Ford Field. Ford uh, Field. Okay, no, I'm I'm smarter than I thought I was. I got to give myself a little more credit. Yeah. Their stadium is sold out for this Eagles game. Um, that's interesting. I wonder if it's going to be lots of green. I think it's going to be a good mix. I would probably say, like, what do you think is like a, a, a takeover? What's the what's the percentage? Is it forty percent? And you've been taken over? Like, because if you if you have more like around fifty fifty, I'd say like, oh, that's crazy. Like. I don't think it's ever, except some of these Florida stadiums and stuff like that, baseball. Like you'll see, you'll see a more like seventy five percent. But I think if we put, I've, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles have like thirty five percent fans there. Well, they, we travel well. We do. Um, you know, so I guess that that really wouldn't be a shocker to me either. I think they could be like thirty thirty five percent. DeAndre Swift went to the prep Philly Philly connections, so a lot of reasons to go out there as well. So there's definitely, and then somebody else is from Philly, I think, on Detroit, but I couldn't tell you. Uh, yeah, but, I don't know, but I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. I think they have a lot of hype, Detroit. And yeah, I think, well, that's because 
Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks always makes you look great. And I think they're a likable team. I like I like Dan Campbell. Yeah, I I think we're getting I guess Ford Field we can we can segue right into the game. I think a lot of people like well so we all, we call him my uncle uh and we all know his takes about Jalen Hurts. I was told that Gardner Minshew would be the quarterback by week f- five from his teammate uh, in fantasy football, which was able to get Lamar Jackson in the ninth and Jalen Hurts in the tenth. It's robbery, robbery in that league. But because uh, running quarterbacks can't win, that's just so you know. Uh, but essentially, they they're like convinced that the Eagles are not going to win this game. Like they they think Detroit has something about it. And I think Detroit is just whoever is running their social media team, whoever's the Hard Knocks producer, whoever's Dan Campbell's TikTok uh like they they are doing such a good job of just ignoring like they they haven't gotten substantially better than last year. They played good. They're good. They're, they were a a bad team that played hard. And maybe that makes you a mediocre team week one, but let's not pretend like Detroit is like I'm not a, I'm not afraid of Detroit at all, and I think it's just a, a hype train that's gotten out of control. We beat this team forty four to six last year and ran all over them. I don't see anything where there's like evidence to the contrary. Like, does Hutchison scare me? Yeah, a little bit. I don't think anybody thinks that the Lions are a better team or have a better roster than the Eagles. I think people are. Maybe a little foolishly thinking it's a trap game. And it sounds crazy to think you could have a trap game week one before a fucking snap has gone. But the amount of hype that the Eagles have had in this offseason, people are saying that they're going to be in the Super Bowl. They're being, they're being ranked as, you know, all over. All the, a lot of the national guys are saying it. Um, we know Good Morning Football always loves them. I think they had them up mm-hmm. there. There was a couple other people that had us losing to Kansas City, losing to the Bills. Uh, you know, a lot of people have as, as NFC champions, and so that kind of hype can make. I mean, I'll be honest; I don't think the Eagles are going to lose, but I'm a little. I'm, I can't help. There's a little voice in the back of my head that's a little nervous. And well, I just pictured next week sitting here if the Eagles lost, as you were saying that, and not good, not mm-hmm. good for me to eat those words. Not good but at I all. Ju- <laughs> but I do think. I mean, I don't think. I don't think they're going to lose. I think the Eagles are going to win. The, the the Lions have had some. Some upticks. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, after, after we beat the, him, yeah. had a serious, had a like a a, a big resurgence mm-hmm. toward the end of the year. Really broke out. I think he's very talented. Uh, there's a couple other guys to watch there. They recently got DJ Chark. I think DJ Chark's a good player. DeAndre Swift, I think, has the potential to be an elite running back. Yeah. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, of course, like you just said. They have Jeff Okuda, who's a good a, a good player, a cornerback. Um, but they. They do have a lot of injuries going on right now, especially yeah. on their offensive line. Which yeah. They would have a good O-line. They got Penny Sewell. They got a couple other big guys, but Halapula Valavati Vitae. <laughs> big V. First yeah. fucking try. That was and amazing. And I think I crushed it. That was amazing. I, I think I crushed it. Um, he's out. Super he, Bowl champ. Yes. Former Eagle. We love him. He's out. Frank Ragnow, their center, did not practice today. You know what it's going to be like for a backup center to go against the revolving door of Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox? Not fun. Hargrave too. And Javon Hargrave? <laughs> it sucks. Like that's oh, so that's so What do you do? You just you pray. 3 nose tackles that all play in a 4-3. Right. Not great. Not great to be uh, a Detroit uh, interior offensive lineman. No, and, they have another and, guard that's out too. And golf that didn't practice today. Golf is not 
a mobile quarterback. So if you're getting that interior presser, that's actually – I wanted to bring that up too with the, the injuries on the offensive line. I think that's going to be a big factor. I think they're going to be able to get to golf. And if you can make golf uncomfortable, you're going to be in a good position. You know, you're going to have – if you have DeAndre Swift, you should be starting him because it's dump-off city. Amas St. Brown, same thing. It's dump-off city. I know. And, I am starting him. <laughs> I'm in seven leagues, and I think I have him in five. I drafted him in in my big money league. Uh, I'm I'm all over him. I, I I really I want him to be successful. I wish I hope he is. I think he's gonna have nine receptions this week, baby. I I hope he's. I hope I he does wait. great. I hope he does great. Uh, but maybe not that great. Uh, as long as the Eagles win, he can score a thousand touchdowns. Nine for a hundred and one touchdown. Fine. And that's he's the only person that has a stat. Right, right. And that's and fine that, with me. And the Eagles have 15 sacks. That means that Jared Goff has nine completions. Right. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> that's easy. Zero targets to any other player on their team. Yeah, not even he's a he's just target. immediately hit in the yeah. backfield. This is where you get the hard-hitting analytics. <laughs> we're, giving you, we're giving you real classic breakdowns of tape. Um. But yeah, I just I think the hype train's gotten a little bit out of out of control with them, and I think uh, they're still who they are, and I think the Eagles should be able to take care of business. It's not going to be the game that it was last year, but I still think the Eagles are a better team, and they should be able to show that. Give me some guys going into this game that you're keeping a special eye on e- from either team. Who are uh, you really, really watching close? So a matchup that I'm going to be looking at, uh, I, I want to see how Dream Brad- James Bradbury looks in, in like, you know, game action. Uh, you know, I've heard. Wow, look at this synced yep. up. Right on I, the notes. <laughs> I want to see how he looks because I've heard good things about him. But I remember two years ago. I remember watching him play uh, against the Eagles in some other games, and I thought he looked really good. And then last year, he wasn't the same player. And and I'm curious to see what he looks like as a corner too. And really, I mean, that whole secondary uh, outside of Slay, I, I want to see what uh, Cardner. Uh, Gar- Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. It is Johnson. hard to say, right? Yeah. Well, I'm I can barely say my own name. Well, so, yeah. So we'll so. just go, we'll go with CGJ. CGGD. Mojo Jojo. Uh nickname. That one wasn't bad. Yeah. The Mojo Jojo nickname. I don't I, hate it. I, I I would like to see how he looks playing safety. Uh I'm excited to see Epps. I'm I'm excited for the secondary. I'd say the Eagles secondary is like the number one thing and then I'm sure you have this written down. I'm ready to see Jordan Davis. I want to see the Jordan Davis show open up and, and like if if it's half of what we think it is, we're going to be very happy because we were very high on him. They were, I think, both of us had him as like our number one prospect outside of like the corners that we never were going to get. So very excited to see it uh, in action against real you know competition, and I hope he dominates from day one and it just becomes you know a really fun year and career for Jordan Davis. Yeah, um, specifically the guys I'm looking at, I'm looking at Bradbury, like you said. Mm-hmm. I want to see that corner two spot really solidified. Um, you know, like, you know, the whole secondary thing, I agree. It's going to be good to see them as a unit just be better. Um, of course, everybody under the sun's watching to see what A.J. Brown looks like and Jalen Hurts looks like, mm-hmm. but those takes are lazy. One thing I'm really going to watch close is Aiden Hutchinson against... Uh, I think he'll be playing on the left-hand side. It seems to me, like when I watched a little bit of Lions stuff uh, over over the preseason, when he played, he lined up on the left-hand side a little bit more. So him and Mylotta, I'm excited to see that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fun David and Goliath story. 
for the second overall pick to go up against a seventh rounder who learned mm-hmm. how to play a few years ago. Um, so I think that that's going to be a fun thing to watch. And um, I'll, I'll give you another. I'll give you a couple more. You, you've talked about uh, you know the two stars on offense with with Hertz and and AJ Brown, but I'm very curious to see what it looks like for Devonte Smith not being the number one. Uh, target, but also not being the focus of a defense, and then even more so, Dallas Goddard. This is this is your time. You know what I mean. This is we we've all been enamored. I think Philadelphia as a whole is like, wait till we see this guy if, if he's healthy and Zach Ertz isn't there. Now it's your show, and you have a, a an alpha wide receiver and a route technician on the other side of you. They they're going to try and put linebackers on you. You're going to be a mismatch on every single play. And I'm very curious to see what he looks like, uh, uh, you know, first first real game of, like, it's it's your show. I know, like, the trade happened last year, but I feel like this is, like, this could be, like, his coming out party. Does Quez fade into obscurity? I think Quez is, like, f- three targets a game, and they're all, like, stretching the field shots. And, and I'm okay with that. I think that's the role he's supposed to play. I think he looked really good in, like, spot plays last year. Uh, I can't forget the Tampa Bay uh seeing him run open but I think I think he's not meant to be a two and I think him as a three is exactly exactly where he should be you know what I mean some people aren't meant to be the superstar and I think Quez Watkins in that role is going to be very effective and I'm I'm excited for that too and I'm glad it's less crowded I'm glad that Rager's shipped out on were we did we discuss that last week? I, I don't know if there's... Yeah, no... we, we talked about him leaving. Okay. What we didn't talk about today was the comments that the special teams coach made about him today of, from the Vikings. Did you... No, I didn't... I, you I, didn't I, read that? No, what did he... Hang on, let me, let me pull it Was up. it good? Oh, it was good. Something tells me that they are tricking themselves. Like, it wouldn't be the first time that the Vikings made the mistake of thinking that someone the Eagles trade them was good, Sam Bradford. I think you and me are thinking a different like good. It, it was it was good, like oh. it was it was funny and it was homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he said, and I quote, Matt Daniels. This is the mm. uh, special teams coach. He's very stout, cocky built guy, narrow, thick, strong legs, big glutes, really nice calves. I was salivating over this dude. Jesus, gosh. And that's exactly how he said it, too. Well, yeah, well he was he breathing was like that. He was, he was out of breath. Drooling. It was there really was, he was weird. Perspirating. That's he was, good. You want to hear it in ASMR version? <laughs> Hang on, let me shut all the other mics off. Just my mic. He's very stout. Cocky built guy. Narrow, thick, strong legs. Big glutes, really nice calves. I was salivating over this dude. And that's the beginning of my ASMR career. Yeah, that felt like, uh, you, you know, I'm not soft over that. Good. Yes, this is a, this is, <laughs> you weren't supposed to be. This is a family podcast. This is not a family podcast. Clearly I mark not. it explicit every single fucking week. Thank fucking Thank fucking God. Now I can really take the take the dog off the leash now that I know that. Give me, give me, um... Give me a final score. What do you think? What's the final? Eagles, we both think they're going to win, but what do you think? I got... 
I think they I think that Detroit does put up some points. I think that Detroit puts up twenty four points. Really? Yeah, so I got twenty four points for Detroit, which would mean the Eagles would have one million and twenty four <laughs> points because they're going to win by a Birds fucking by a million. million. As always, um, I got the Eagles probably realistically thirty one to fourteen. Okay, I got it twenty seven sixteen. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take. I, I'd like to. I really. I don't want it to happen like last week, last year, where too much good happens too quickly, and then I throw up all over my bed because I'm too excited about Jalen Hurts being a good quarterback. Uh, I hope it's like a good game, a relaxing game, but I don't throw up all over my bed. Egg bet. <laughs> if the if the Eagles win, you're gonna puke. <laughs> I'm gonna be. So if the st- Eagles lose, we're both gonna puke. Yeah. It was so. It is my sister's housewarming party. Congratulations on her new home. Uh, and she usually does run a pretty tight uh, t- uh, tight ship, but they have a third floor roof deck, and she's gonna be in the kitchen most of the day cooking. So I could be hiding on the third floor, and if they do win, I could puke from the third floor. (laughs) And by the time it hits the ground, I could already be on my way to my house so that I can't be in trouble. I don't know. You live up the block. Yeah. And she will fuck you up. (laughs) She would beat me to death with a baseball bat. You're (laughs) (laughs) – So I have to be on my best behavior, uh, which I will definitely not be able to do. The this this year, I think I'm more. I I stepped back and I tried all year. I was very good. I was like, all right, don't become a a Jalen Hurts maniac. Don't do this to yourself again. You know he he's got potential, but don't overreact to every little thing you hear. Today I was listening to a podcast and the guy was like, "Listen, here's the crazy thing about Jalen Hurts." A lot of people say he didn't have flashy plays this offseason. You know, the, no, there wasn't enough news. But what I think happened here is their focus was him getting through reads, and he got better at it throughout the whole entire offseason. He looks really good at getting through his reads, and now he has a weapon in A.J. Brown that makes him is going to make his life so much easier. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Don't let this happen to me. i got to tell you something. I am the... By by your measuring yeah, stick, yeah. I'm the world's biggest Jalen Hurts hater. I don't see myself that way. I think I was watching the games critically and being honest with myself last year. Right. But right. you think I'm a big Jalen Hurts hater. You're you're like how you're like how from my perspective, I'm totally reasonable. And I'm from Alex my, and from I'm my Al- perspective, I'm Alex you're jo- hysteric. I'm Alex Jones and you're Joe Biden. So from my perspective, you look like Joseph Stalin. Right. And I look like Alex Jones. Yes. From like a perspective of like where we are. I've tried to move in, and then as the years got moved along, I'm just like, I, the man just says things, and I just get, I, I'm enthralled by him. He, he's always been, he's always had it. Yeah. I right? want to hear the man do a limerick. But I will... S- <laughs> Um, yeah, I would. I'd. I'd listen to uh, a podcast where Jalen Hurts just reads me haikus. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking. Can speak- you do? A, can you do a, a haiku in Jalen Hurts' voice right now, like off the cuff? I'd, five I'd, seven five. I. I don't think I could do a five seven five, let alone 
do a Jalen Hurts uh, voice. Be a, be a coffee bean. You know, that was, be, honestly, that was a pretty good Jalen Hurts be, be, impression. Be a coffee bean. Uh, it's actually just an MJ. My my Jalen Hurts uh, impersonation is MJ doing a Jalen Hurts impersonation. You know, you just made me think of how we really fucked up, which was we need to get MJ. MJ's trademark, Jalen. Uh, we got to get that on the soundboard. We got to get yeah, that. We on do the need soundboard. that. We definitely need that. Uh, we have to get that because, like, next week is going to be prime Dom Salvato Jalen train time. Like, like, well, if, well, okay. So what I was going to say. <laughs> oh yeah, back to back what, to what I was saying was bring it back around. I have uh, I have started to believe. I've started to come around a little bit. I can only be disappointed now. Right, this is great. This is going to be great for the podcast. Great for content. Great for content. But if he burns me, yeah, then it's we're going to be better. at each other's fucking throats right. for the whole year. Right, and then next year he'll go to another team, and then I can convince myself that it was the Eagles team that was holding him back. And then you, we can trade him for a, a second that turns into a first-round pick, and then we have another year of content for free. Incredible. We don't even have to talk about the Eagles in a Incredible. Podcast. We've made it a whole podcast without talking about the other guy. It's crazy. We're uh, not talking so, about so the other crazy. guy. The other guy doesn't exist. Um, but, yeah, no, I feel, I feel uh, surprisingly optimistic uh, again, um, which is crazy to think about when we, how we felt that day in, in uh, January or December. Just, just ready. I'm ready. I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be legit. I'm, 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 I'm stoked. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Because I want to see it, but I'm I'm thinking it's going to be like my Eagles fan brain is more afraid than like if I was just being a football guy and it's like looking at the team. It's like on paper this team's got very few weaknesses, very few no glaring weaknesses, and just it just needs to go out and just perform to its uh, to its ability. I agree. I agree. Um, what do you think? What do you think about tonight's game? Now, we're recording this just before the first game of the season, Bills-Rams. Uh, and I want to see who you think is going to win. Then we'll move on to a couple little things, and we'll get out of here so we can catch the game. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be I'm, – I'm, I've been flip-flopping back and forth on this. I think the NFL wants to crown the Bills week one, and I think that this the Rams are getting disrespected. A home dog – Sean McVay's never lost a, a, a opening game, and they just added Allen Robinson. They still have the best defensive player in the world and the best corner in the in the league. I mean, yeah, the, the Bills could very well come out. I think it's a lot closer. I think a lot of people are thinking the Bills are going to have their way. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm very excited to see it, but I think the Rams win 24-21, maybe. Uh, I have the Bills winning. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, though. I think people are being a little disrespectful to the Rams. Feels um, wrong. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. I, I, I think they did get a little worse this offseason. And the questions about Stafford's elbow really yeah, got me wandering. That's crazy. Got me wondering. I don't know what's going on with their running back situation. Although, you know, they won the Super Bowl last year and their running back situation was a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I still think – I just think the Bills are so complete. And they've got – you know, the fact that you have an elite – Truly elite quarterback, yeah, is just like always plus two. So I don't know. I I don't I don't think the Rams are going to beat them tonight. I like the Bills. I don't even want to put a score on it. 
because I think it's going to be close. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be like 24-21, like that in that area. Right. I don't think it'll be a crazy high-scoring game. I don't think any of the games week one will be a crazy high-scoring game because, uh, you know, it's a week one. People, right. They're sloppy week yeah. one. Feeling, Defense always out. has the advantage for the first, like, two weeks. So not a crazy high-scoring game, but I think it'll be a fun one. Um, you got any, any fantasy players tonight? I know you said you got a couple. I think I only have Josh Allen. Speaking of fantasy, Rob just just sent me something. He's interested in trading for Jamar Chase, and I'm going to tell him to blow me. Uh, yeah, think? I I think you can't. I I got we we got laughed at in that league when we selected uh, Justin Jefferson. They said, "How could you not pick a running back in in round one?" And I just cannot wait because I watch a lot of games with these guys. I'm going to gritty so many times this year. <laughs> So that's going to be fun. Uh, so tonight I have scattered across multiple leagues. I've been a big Gabe Davis guy, so I have a lot of Gabe Davis. I'm not starting him in my big money league because our wide receiving core is Pittman, Jefferson, T. Higgins, Cortland Sutton, and then Gabe Davis. And as much as I want to have Thursday night action, I actually can't bring myself to pull the trigger. No, uh, I hear that. It's, it's too tough. I think it's going to be Sutton and Pittman and Jefferson over T. Higgins because I think the upside – of Sutton against that receiving I'm core. I'm inclined to agree. Or, or a cornerback core in San, uh, Seattle. This week I have uh, I have Willis in our league of record that we've been talking about. Yes. Uh, or that we've decided to talk about this year. And you have, I'll tell you, I'm favored in that game against Willis by 13 points. Undoubtedly Ooh. we'll lose. That's, that's a pretty big uh, week one line there. Yeah, well, my team is oh. insane. Should we start taking action on those? Ooh, maybe. That would be fun. Uh, you are also a 15-point favorite uh, against Longo. So, oh, it's because I made a trade today. I can't even, I can't even address that trade because I will get our show canceled. That was so I got Kyler Murray. Stupid. I hate it. My only weakness was, was quarterback. Yeah, I have Josh Allen tonight, and I have Gabe Davis, who I'm sitting on my bench because I am going to start uh, T. Higgins over him. In this league, but I'll tell you what, if I get to my dad's house after this to watch the first half of the game and I'm sitting there and my dad hands me a beer, Gabe Davis might find his way to that starting lineup and there's nothing I can do about it. The Thursday night Don't action the Thursday night action is the most intoxicating drug in the world. I know. I've done drugs. I've, I've done I've drugs. I've it. drank beer. I've gambled. I've I've done I've done a lot of what people would call addicting, intoxicating things. Nothing better than a Thursday night action remember that time you did heroin yes see now that was not as good as the time i started ty montgomery on thursday night (laughs) and he scored two touchdowns and had like 10 receptions it was insane it's cathartic but it also blows up in your face when you start ben roethlisberger over lamar jackson for some sunday night action yeah i remember that that was stupid i remember you called stupid you were Uh, really upset Um, (laughs) i think i only have josh allen going tonight and only in one of my seven leagues Mm -hmm. but i I have Diggs and Diggs and and gabe and tyler bass and josh allen so i better be rooting for oh in our in our league where we're together our dynasty league i think we're going to start cam Akers unless you Want to start Tony Pollard over? I don't want to start. I don't want to start Cannon Acres either. We we were stuck with that one, but that's you know what? It's all right. We'll see. I don't know if if we're starting Etn, I'll keep it that way. If we aren't, I'll put Etn. We have to start Etn. I think it's it's Pollard and Hunt are the other two options for. uh, So that's just free fantasy advice. Oh, my start of the week. I I think I do those for the Eagles. Yes. Uh, AJ Brown egg bet. 
Wait, are you doing an egg bet or a start of the week? Start. He's 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 a he's also a part of the egg bet. The start of the week, he he's going to go off. They're gonna they're gonna feed him. They're gonna say, "Look what we did. You guys wanted this so bad. Shut up now. Now take some AJ Brown. He's gonna have ten catches for sixty five yards because they're gonna use him in the red zone. He's gonna have two touchdowns. Oh, 10, 65, and two touchdowns. Yeah, that's okay. that line. So what's the egg bet? Two, tu- two, two A.J. Brown touchdowns is an egg bet? Yeah, egg bet. And the Eagles win. If the Eagles lose, I'm not eating raw eggs. All right, so if the Eagles win and A.J. Brown has two touchdowns. I'm eating a raw egg. You will eat a raw egg. Yeah. I'll, I'll match that. Let's go. Why I, Why come up with anything else? It's a perfect egg bet. Right, exactly. Uh, we will both eat a raw egg live on the podcast next week if A.J. Brown has two Yeah, that's what we should. I think what we'll start doing uh, for the sake of content, because we, we are – uh, we we need to get better with that. I think we should record the results of an egg bet while we're doing it live. Make the TikTok of our egg bet or reel, whatever whatever the kids are doing these days. I don't pay attention to it. Uh, but yeah, press press Dante. I want to hear him again. Oh sure. If the Eagles win this week, I'm eating a raw egg. It's classic. That's a great. That's it, a great it really one. is classic. <laughs> I want that playing in a speaker. In my tombstone, twenty four seven. In my when I die, I, I think I would do the same thing, but I would put a little motion detector, right? You know, because twenty four seven just seems a little obnoxious, right? So you walk by. If the Eagles win this week, and then an egg pops out of the back of it, could you imagine how scared a person would be? <laughs> yeah, like they're just on their way to like visit their dead grandmother, <laughs> and it's just Dante screaming at them <laughs> from underground. <laughs> yeah, no, it. you got to put the speaker underground so right. that they think somebody's like. It, Trying to work their way through. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, my start and sits this week, it's not Eagles players, but my start, my absolute must start is DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, Baker wants up. revenge. He's going to fucking feed DJ Moore. He's going to eat. Uh, and my sit, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I wouldn't start him yet because there's a lot of questions about mm. the health. And if you can, you may not be able to because I'm sure you probably drafted him in the fifth round. But if you can sit Michael Thomas... Yeah, let, I let, probably would it. and see it. Now, I am starting Michael Thomas in one league, but I really don't have a choice. Uh, he's getting started because there's nothing else I can do. But if you can sit him, sit him. Yeah, and, and I, I think I'd agree with you on DJ Moore. I think it's time. Uh, I, I, he's probably my biggest regret from fantasy this year. I did not end up with any DJ Moore, which I really was hoping for. Uh, the other guy, I would say, I think it's Saquon time. I think Saquon is coming back. I don't think that team's going to be good by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think he's going to, you know, return to form. I think he's healthy now, and I th- I think they're going to be legit. I think that that is the laziest fucking take. Oh, and I'll tell you why. Because nobody fucking drafted Saquon Barkley in the beginning of the second round without the intention to start. Oh, okay. Him. Well, I mean, I think he's going to exceed expectation for the whole season. Christian Kirk, then. How about that? That, that one's actually interesting. Start, okay, no, that, start that, Christian that one's kind of that they, that's fun. Gonna, that gonna, one's fun. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a really good year. I think he's going to show why he was lauded over the way that he was. And then my sit, uh, I don't know, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know who would I sit. I, I Evidently, sit, Cam Akers. Cam Akers, yeah, Cam Akers. Sit him. I have. I, it's just like you got to understand when I draft a team, every single player is a must start. I don't right, draft right, any right, bad right, players, right, so I can't right. even think like, "Oh, who wouldn't I start?" Because everybody on my team, like, I can't even pick. I can't even pick a guy to sit. Gabe Davis on my bench in two leagues. What am I doing? It's gonna have four tonight. I hope he has one. 
If he has four, I'm going to kick myself because I could have had the action. Uh, so what, what else? Do we have anything else? I think that's, that's the usual. I think that's about all we got for you today. We do have uh, something in the works, a little, little secret thing, potential crossover episode with another – was, with a, with another did you see there was no 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 thought behind my yeah yeah again. well you just once again found out about this today but that's not my fault i've um, i've i've re uh put my password into the instagram so i do know what's going on more now yeah so, and i'm downloading canva because i found out that i can't put my face onto things through like uh apple's photo no uh, canva's the best you gotta, i can give you um my access to mine, Canva. Yeah, I'll give you have you like my, Canva Pro. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I pay for it. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll do I that. have to pay for it because I make all the graphics yeah. with the well, thing. Sounds sounds good. This is an expensive hobby. Yeah, yeah. Buy this more fucking, shirts. This thing was a lot of money. Yeah, don't tell Domo. That was the that was the rule. It cost me one Denver Broncos ticket to the Eagles game. I bartered. You got off cheap. No, uh, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. You uh, believe me. We should you should start another podcast, like ten. I'm going. I'm doing ASMR. <laughs> no, you're not. Really? Yes, I am. I'm going to go. Go birds. Beans. Go for beans. Go. What do you do when you shit? You flush it. Oh. And you go about your day. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's a great. Like Jalen Hurts ASMR. What do you call it? A dookie. What do you do? <laughs> Did you drop a deuce? When you drop a deuce, you just flush it away. And gotta be a coffee. And you keep moving. Gotta be a coffee bean. Coffee beans make you shit. So it's really. Did you hear? It's did, like the MCU kind of. It's all. It's all together. Did you hear the new rule that the NFL started? I'm, it's pretty ridiculous. No, what rule? So they said that I don't know if it's like has something to do with. I I, I have no idea. No logic behind it. No no team like. Nobody on the team is allowed to own chickens anymore. <laughs> They're saying that it's a personal foul. <laughs> a personal foul. I am so sorry that I have allowed that to happen, and I let you subject. <laughs> I told my mom that joke, and even she said it was dumb. It is really dumb. I mean, it is so dumb. It's game week, baby. Birds, birds by a million. Uh, yeah, as always, Birds by a Million, we appreciate you guys listening, and um, check out my ASMR channel. Yeah. I'm going to be whispering stuff. It's a lot of fun, if, you, if you're into that sort of thing. Be a coffee bean. Be a coffee bean. Anyway, I thought this song was closer to being, but it's like an intro thing. Go Birds. Go Birds.
Welcome to the 